Welcome to Special Needs Ohio. My name is Rob Gorski, and you may know me from the award-winning blog and podcast called The Autism Dad. For well over a decade, I've been a public figure in the autism and special needs parenting community, where I share my experience as a single dad raising three autistic kids. My kids and I have been through so much together, and I want to use what I've learned along the way to help other Ohio families navigate their journey. And guess what? My kids want to help too, so we're going to be doing this together. Special Needs Ohio will provide you with valuable information about people, places, agencies, and organizations that exist to support families like yours and mine. You'll hear interviews and special interest stories from families all across Ohio that will provide you with hope, inspiration, and a connection to an amazing community. New episodes drop every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app and visit SpecialNeedsOhio.com for more information. On this week's episode of Special Needs Ohio, we're going to have a really interesting conversation with my friend Rick Miller. Uh, Rick Miller is the guy behind Special Needs Living Magazine here in the Akron Canton area. And if you are not familiar with this magazine, let me tell you what, it's absolutely amazing. It's totally free. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything to get it. And it exists to celebrate special needs families and people living with disabilities. Uh, it, it's so well done. And I love getting it every month. Um, we're going to talk with Rick about what, like, what was the inspiration behind creating something like this? Because it's a, kind of a unique thing. And, and why it's important and why he does it and how it works so families uh, can nominate other families to be featured or families can nominate themselves uh, or their kids, you know, so, so that we can celebrate and highlight their achievements and, and things like that. It's just, it's an amazing thing. And we have it here locally and I wanted to share this with you guys. I think it's important whether you're in the Akron Canton or Summit Stark area or not, uh, whether you're just somewhere in Ohio or anywhere out there listening, you can get the magazine digitally sent to you for free. But it's so important that we read and listen and learn from other people's stories and experiences and journeys because it helps us to be better people. It helps us to be more empathetic and understanding and kinder and more supportive and more accepting. You know, I think it helps us become closer as a community. And that's so important, especially in the world that we live in now. So uh, we'll go ahead and we'll dive into this interview with Rick. But before I do that, I have to give a shout out to the North Canton Library. Thank you guys so much for letting us uh, borrow one of your rooms uh, to do this interview in. Whole story behind that. But thank you very much. And uh, I look forward to working with you guys going forward because we got some projects that we're talking about uh, collaborating on. I'm looking forward to that. So uh, be sure to check out the show notes for a link to subscribe to the digital copy of the magazine. Uh, thank you all so much for taking the time to tune in. Enjoy the interview. So let's let's start things off like this, okay? Yeah. Can you take a minute and just mm -hmm. share a little bit about who Rick Miller is? Yeah. So, so first off, thank you. Thanks for the invite to do this with you. I'm, I've been looking forward to it. Um, it's an honor to be on here with you. And thanks for the kind words about the magazine. You know, it always means a lot to me when I get to talk to people that get the magazine in the mail or get it in their inbox, you know, email-wise, get that digital magazine means a lot to me when I hear people tell me how much they enjoy the magazine or that they're excited to receive it, you know, because, I mean, my, my drive to do this has always been about impact and bringing value to people. So when I get to hear that feedback, it means a lot to me. So thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Um, a little bit about me. I'm just, just a guy here in Summit Stark County rolling around trying to meet people. You know, um, I, uh, I live in Green. Um, I've got three wonderful children and an amazing wife. My wife, like Carrie, is a nurse practitioner, works for Children's Hospital in Akron. 
Uh, my my older son Tyler, he's a sophomore at College of Worcester. Plays football there. He's he's taken a pre med path there. Oh, excited wow. to kind of do some stuff um, down the road in the medical world. Takes after his mom, obviously, because yeah. she's really smart, and I'm, <laughs> I'm me. Um, my daughter Paige, uh, she graduates this year actually, and she's since she was probably five or six years old, she's known she wanted to be a veterinarian. So next year, she's uh, going to University of Finley play lacrosse there and study pre-vet there that's cool so she's really excited to you know do that thing with animals and you know her a lot of people when i tell her tell people that she's going to be a veterinarian they ask me wow she must be excited to take care of dogs and cats and stuff and oh I say, it's probably you like know horses and the funny thing cows everything she her her dream job is to be the head vet at the akron zoo oh so wow. she wants to take care of like exotic animals that's, that's so cool that's her thing when so. i was a kid that's what i wanted to be was yeah. was a vet because i was always like finding hurt birds and uh -huh. hurt animals and stuff like that and trying to take care of things and that was always my yeah and never ended up making it but like that <laughs> that's what that's what i was that's what i was going for we've lived that life i've watched her nurse many of uh birds and and other animals in the yard try to nurse them back to health win or lose so um but that's really cool i'm excited for her you know she graduates this year from green and uh um, a lot of cool stuff going on with her right now. And then my, my younger son, Oliver, he's, uh, he's a, a junior in high school right now. And, um, you know, he's all about building and, and, and uh, getting faster and stronger. He plays football and lacrosse and, you know, trying to get good grades and all those things. So really blessed with an amazing family. Um, enables me to, you know, and I mean, it enables me, but it also drives me to do some really cool things out here in the community. Um, run some great businesses and, and, you know, um, motivates me to bring value to people all around me. Yeah. I, I, it sounds like you're raising good humans and that's, <laughs> that's the goal. That's the goal, that's right? The like goal. at the end of the day, we just try to raise good humans. And yeah. I think that's, I think that's really cool. Yeah, man. Thank you. Um, okay. So special needs living magazine mm -hmm. is, it's such an amazing publication. I, I don't know. A lot of you out there listening may not have seen it yet or may not be aware of it, Yeah, but it's such a really, such a really cool magazine. And, as a special needs family, like especially his dad, myself, I have yeah. three autistic kids. Yep. I feel like it's very empowering. Thank you for for families to see that. And I wanted to ask, like, how did you come across the idea yeah. of a magazine dedicated to highlighting yeah. these amazing people and their families? Yeah. So, so first off, I love the word empowering. I love that. I love that you say that because. Um, you know, there's a lot of, I think, value and a lot of benefit that comes from the magazine on a monthly basis. But one of the things I really love to do is kind of show the story of others to people that can be motivated by it and see that there's more available and there's more capabilities and there's other people that are achieving. And so that's something that I love about the magazine. So my my special needs living magazine is a franchise of the N2 company out of Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, they're a national niche brand magazine franchise company. Does a lot of stuff across the country. That said, there are only two special needs living magazines in the country right now. My friend uh, Jamie McCabe in Indianapolis. Um, she is the brains and the creator behind the magazine as we know it. Go ahead, we, we just had 
Yeah. It's, it's uh, in person. No it's worries. Library, so we're, we're good. <laughs> so, so Jamie McCabe, um, she has a uh, 10-year-old son with autism in the Indianapolis area. And mm-hmm. her and I have known each other for, you know, five years or so. And um, she told me a few years ago that she had this idea for this new concept of a magazine to do. And she shared the idea with me. And it was this idea to really just focus and feature families and individuals from her local special needs community and do it in a way that had never been done before, you know, um, tell their story in print and really feature them and um, have something that was just all about them in that community, that audience. So I watched her do it. I watched her launch it. I watched her bring it to something real that hadn't existed before. And I told her, I said, you know, if I have an opportunity, this is something I want to bring to my community here locally. So um, that's where it came from. It all came from an idea from, from a wonderful lady named Jamie McCabe in Indianapolis. I give her yep. all the props and all the credit for this. I've, um, I've, uh, I've met Jamie Yeah, and I think I can't, I was trying to remember today while I was sitting here setting this stuff up, like how did we originally connect? I think it was Jamie. It was actually Jamie introduced us cause she, um, I think she heard your podcast, yeah. your, your autism dad podcast. And she, uh, reached out to you and I think you guys met over zoom or something. Yep. And, and she's like, well, you know, you're in North Canton, Ohio. Are you for real? And she knew I was, you know, local here too. Yeah. So she that's put us together. Yeah. Yep. That's how it happened. Yeah. I was sitting there trying to figure out, like, I, I know we connected over especially mm-hmm. living magazine, but I yeah. couldn't remember how, how we actually connected. I forgot yeah. about that. That's, that's right. Yeah. You probably ought to be sitting here with, with the Jamie on your podcast and not me. Yeah. Well, well, I think we were supposed to do an episode yeah. and then I, I don't remember it was during COVID, I think at the time. Yeah. And there were, it was just like one thing after another, after another, after another. Yeah. So I'll have to follow up. It would be a cool with her. It'd be a cool thing for you to do. I think you'd really, your audience would, would really enjoy hearing from her. I mean, she's got so much to give and offer. Cool. Yep. Um, so with, with the magazine that you launched, yeah. as you were talking about this, I was thinking today as I was picking up my kids, I have to take my kids back to school multiple times a day. It's yeah. a thing now. So yeah. um, I was, as I was pulling up to pick them up, I started thinking about, I was thinking about our interview today yeah. and, and just kind of how, how empowering it is to have something like Special Needs Living Magazine because mm-hmm. everybody else in the world is represented in magazines all over the place, right? They're in the yeah. newspaper. There's you know, all kinds of magazines for all kinds of different topics. Yeah. And, and people see themselves represented yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Why, why can't yeah. people in this community have something similar? Why can't they be celebrated? Why can't they be, uh, have that same access that yeah. everyone else does? Yeah, one of the things I, I get told a lot when I go meet with people and I share the magazine, whether it's a family, um, a mom, a dad, uh, an individual in the special needs community, I get told a lot, man, there's nothing like this out there and I can't believe it took so long for something like this to exist. And and my answer is really twofold. I'm like, one, I agree. I can't believe it took so long for something like this to happen. But selfishly, I'm glad it did because I'm glad I'm the one that gets to do it because I do drive a lot of value out of being that you know, bringing it to this audience and being the one who gets to interact and gets to engage and um, kind of putting it all together with my team. I, I, I'm, I'm thankful I get to be that guy here who's doing it. But I agree. 
you know, um, there's tons of magazines, tons of publications, tons of platforms where we, we tell the story of all kinds of different people and, and things. Um, why not this? And, and that's, I love it. Yeah. I, I was, I just, I thought about that and I want yeah. to make sure that I said that because it really is, um, people have the right to see themselves for sure. You know, they, they should. So for sure. Um, okay. You, you focus pretty narrowly as far as like yes. size wise, like yes. the area that you're, you're wanting to cover. Yep. And you did that, you did that purposefully. Intentionally. Intentionally, very right. Intentional. Very intentional. Yes. And we've had many conversations about that because you were <laughs> yes. helping advise me a little bit on, on how to, yeah. to navigate this podcast in, yeah. in the area. Yeah. How, like, why did you decide to, to stick with these, these particular counties and not just do like Northeast Ohio or yeah. all of Ohio or something yeah. like that? So I, I, I find a lot of value in, in close connection. Um, I find a lot of value in recognizing people. I think that, um, you know, we, you know, you go to the grocery store, um, you know, most of the time, if you see somebody we know, right, we mm -hmm. stop and we talk to them, we recognize them. Um, when I do, um, when I do a local magazine like this, where I have like this, we're in Summit and Stark County, the people we feature, the individuals and families, they are, Summit Stark County based. Mm -hmm. Chances are when this magazine delivers into your mailbox, there's likely to be somebody in there that you know, you recognize, you've talked to, you've met, um, you've been part of a group, you've been part of something with. And I find a lot of value in people knowing other people that are in the magazine. And so by doing a two county area with my features and with, with everything that we do, it, it makes it likely impossible for the person that's on the cover of this magazine, when it hits mailboxes or when it comes into your Facebook feed or your inbox, your email inbox, mm -hmm. you likely, in a lot of cases, would go, oh my gosh, I know that person, that, that kid, that family, that dad, that whoever it is. Right. And then you page through the magazine, you continue to hopefully see people that you know. And the nice thing about something like this is if you don't know them today, they're likely a half hour away. You can go know them tomorrow. Yeah. And I think that that that, that makes this personal. Um, and again, I think that when we're trying to bring inspiration to people, when we're trying to, um, you know, I continue to use the word, you know, bring value. And I apologize for being repetitive. But mm -hmm. that, that thing that I, I so firmly believe in, like bringing value to people. And I think being close knit like this, being a two county area where people run across each other, you, you know, you go to the grocery store, you go to the library, you go to wherever it is, school, mm -hmm. church, whatever it is, there's a high probability that you're going to recognize some people from the magazine. Um, and that I think that makes this even better in my mind. So would you say it's it sort of builds like a sense of community? I, I believe so. You know, I believe like... You know, like I said, if you don't know them today, you actually could know them tomorrow or the next day because they are close enough. And I think that, you know, when we're when when we have the ability to surround ourselves with people that that are like minded, that are engaged in the same things, that are interested in the same things, you're right. It it does build a sense of community around us. And you know, I, I think that that's helpful across all levels. I, uh, my, I have a friend of mine, Kate Swenson, she lives, um, other side of the country, but mm -hmm. she has, uh, she started finding Cooper's voice and it's probably one of the largest, 
autism related platforms which okay. is a period out there yeah and and we were talking one day on on a show she i had her on the show once and we were talking and she was saying how it's really interesting how you can you know you can have like in her case she has a nonverbal yeah. uh son and there could be someone one block over that is dealing with the same type of yeah, situation and you don't you don't know yeah right yeah. because we we yeah. we're not connecting mm-hmm. you know or there's no there's no easy way to to connect aside from like facebook or something like that but sure. a lot of people don't talk about this stuff sure on there sure. and so i can see the magazine is something that helps to kind of bridge those gaps and connect those people who yeah. wouldn't realize that you know I'm not, I'm not alone like there's someone else i go to church with those people yeah or i go to school yeah. right my son goes to school with him i know yep. who they are i didn't know that that's something that was going on in their family we've actually had that happen on a handful of occasions where we have some parents who write you know that parent perspective article mm-hmm. you know that they write some things that they're going on in their lives or even the feature articles where we're telling the story of a family or an individual I've had people reach out and say, hey, um, I had no idea that person had whatever it is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the same situation. I would love to meet them and talk with them because I had no idea there was someone down the street, across the county, whatever it is, who is in the same situation. And that, that's real life. You know, that I have been able to connect people. Um, you know, people have connected on their own through Facebook, right? And that's, yeah. the, that's the good part of social media, right? Where we're where we use those powers for good. And um, yeah, I think that that inspirational side of things and that that connectivity side of things is really, really big. So let's talk a little bit about how, like what's in the magazine. Yeah. And then maybe you can go into a little bit about the team behind it because you yeah. have a whole team Absolutely. of people. Absolutely. Uh, Couldn't do it without my team. That is a true yeah. story. Um, so I tell people all the time, like, hey, I get asked, like, what's this magazine about or what? What's in it? And, and the answer is really simple. Um, you know, the contents of the magazine are made up of, of, of a couple buckets, if you will. You know, first and foremost, we're doing feature articles and we're doing like these really high level celebratory stories and, and features on people from within the local special needs community. So, um, you know, families, individuals, kids, adults, um, you know, those are the features. We do three or four of those a month. So that, that consists of, you know, um, a really cool photography session in a lot of cases. I have, I have two phenomenal photographers that I mainly work with, Michelle Herdlich and, and uh, Julian Curit. Um, both of them, you know, they schedule photography with the family or the individual. We try to do something destination-based in a lot of cases here around town. Um, sometimes it's at their house. Sometimes it's at a photography studio. But those, those feature articles where we're going to have also a writer who's going to write a story based on some questions and answers from the family or the individual. You know, um, Melissa Klatt writes a ton of our stories. Andrea Herr, uh, uh, Deb Riley, Mike Sturdivant is my content director. All these folks are local here in the Stark and Summit County areas. Mm-hmm. Um, they really make this happen. Like for me, I'm just the guy – running around meeting people and connecting people. Mike and, and Melissa and, and, and Michelle and Julian and all those guys, you know, Andrea, you know, um, Deb, you know, it's all about bringing 
the people to them so they can tell their story, whether through words or through pictures. And so Mike does a great job of organizing all that as a content director. Um, he connects the families, he connects the writers, the photographers. And so one of that's the main thing, you know, I tell people if it's going to bring value, if it's going to impact the local special needs community, then we want to put it in the magazine. That's kind of what's in it in a nutshell. Um, the second piece of this that I talk a lot about is, is resources. You know, as I, you know, last, you know, January 22 was really when I started talking to people in the community about this magazine. And I started asking a lot of questions because I personally don't have a direct touch to the special needs community. Um, so I was asking a ton of questions as an outsider. Mm -hmm. And one of the big questions I asked was, how can I make this magazine valuable to you and your family? You know, your neighbor, your friend. And resources continued to be brought to me as a gap. You know, we as a community, I was being told we as a community want to be able to find resources, you know, products and services that can help with what we're going through. And we don't really have a great avenue to find those. So I started, you know, really purposing to make this magazine, this platform, um, a really good source for people to find ways that they can make lives a little better, um, whatever they needed. So we do, um, we do three to four contributor articles every month where we've got professionals um, in an industry, in a world, in, a, in a, a community, whatever they may touch. They bring some value from an expert level. Mm -hmm. We have them write about whatever they think would bring value to the audience from their industry or their, you know, where they live. You know, um, we have some parents who write that really amazing parent perspective article. They bring real life to the page. Um, we, you know, what, we have a couple moms who've written multiple times and one of the moms takes a very lighthearted kind of humorous, making fun of herself mm -hmm. type of approach, which is so cool. You know, I think that we all sometimes could take ourselves a little less serious yep. and, oh, yeah. and we've got that. We also have a couple of opportunities with, with some parents who bring the hard hitting real life, this is really hard perspective. Um, it's not that they don't, you know, it's not that they can't poke fun at themselves. It's not that they're taking themselves too serious, but they choose to really bring some value from that. Listen, this is hard. And I want you to know, I don't live an Instagram life. You know, I don't live a social media perfect life. This is hard. And, and I want you to know just how hard last week or last month was. That's, that's so powerful. And I, I can totally relate to that mm -hmm. because when I started my blog, uh, back in, it was like 2010, something like that. Yeah. I don't know what I did yesterday, but it was like 2010. <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's been a long time. Right. Uh, I had just started venting private. I thought it was private. Yeah. Like I was just writing on this, this blog that I set up and I thought yeah. I would just use it to kind of yeah. help me cope better with the challenges that I'm facing mm -hmm. in my life with my kids. And what I found was like people read, it wasn't private and people yeah. found it and it, yeah. it, but people, they resonated with it. I yeah. thought like, Oh my God, like, yeah. I can't believe I said that was someone's going to read that. They're going to think like I'm this horrible person yeah. and I'm not, but so many people were like, I feel the exact same way. Yeah. I didn't know it was okay to feel that way. I didn't know anybody else understood where I was coming from. Yep. And what I found over the years is there are some people, everybody copes differently mm -hmm. and everybody approaches how they handle things differently. Some people don't like their kids being in the spotlight. Some people don't yeah. want, they want some you know, privacy, they want to handle it, whatever. 
but everybody has a story to tell. Everybody tells that story in a different way. Yeah. And it's so interesting to me that you can you can do that all in one magazine <laughs> and have those different perspectives because yeah. it'll resonate and land it'll land differently with different people. And and I think that's helpful. I think that's really yeah. It's very accurate, and it's yeah. just like real life. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can tell you those those apparent perspective articles that we've posted and we've we've had on the pages of the magazine. You know, people read them in the magazine, and we get emails and texts. I get comments that way. I get I get people saying this was one of my favorite articles. You know, I I know exactly what that mom was trying to say. I've been yeah. there. I live there. And then when we post those on social media, they're some of the most shared and commented on articles because. Yeah. Like you said, p- people resonate with that, and and it's they can they can see themselves in that story. Mm-hmm. And again, like you said too, I didn't know I wasn't the only one who felt that way. Yeah, and that is so valuable. Again, we talk about bringing community together and empowering people, empowering people to yeah. know that they're not the only ones on that island. It's so one. You know, I used to say like one of the hardest things about being a special needs parent for me. I've been doing it for 20, almost 23 now, mm-hmm. is in the very beginning, I felt so isolated. I felt so alone. Yeah. And that makes everything worse, right? Feeling sure. like you're on an island unto yourself and that mm-hmm. you're the only person dealing with this stuff. Yep. And you're not. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. there's people out there in different situations, but they, 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 they can understand. And I'm sure there's people that read the magazine and or they read the articles that the moms write or yeah. whoever's writing it, and yeah. it's just maybe they just don't get it because they're not they're not living that. Like they don't, yeah. they don't, yeah. they don't always. Sometimes it takes firsthand experience, but it's also a window into what other people are living like. Well, and in a world where we talk about inclusion, that's become a big deal. Yeah, it's become a big word uh, across a lot of places, and and you know in the disability community, in the special needs community, inclusion is, a, is, is rightfully a big deal. And I think when we can share what other people are going through, it op- opens a window to what's happening and then someone has a better understanding and that's, that breeds inclusion at a one-step level. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I've been asked about, like, you know, who gets the magazine or who can get the magazine and, um, I had a really, really great conversation about this with Lori Kramer at the Autism Society yeah, in Akron. I told you about this. Yeah. And like, she's the one who encouraged me, like, let anybody get this magazine, Rick, because what you're doing in this magazine, what you're going to do is a window for people that don't understand to now learn and understand better. And that will advance the inclusion um, you know, narrative and approach and, and goals. And you don't, and that's really powerful too. Yeah. One of my best friends uh, has an autistic son. And when I, I connected with him like a decade ago, but I was talking about the meltdowns and stuff that my oldest mm-hmm. was having. And I had shared very openly about how destructive and how difficult they yeah. can be sometimes. I didn't know this at the time, but his parents were reading the blog. Okay. and they they their eyes were open because they got mm-hmm. to see what their son was dealing with what their grandson was dealing with okay. and i got an email uh from the grandmother yeah. a long time ago just saying like you know thank you so much yeah. for showing us this because yeah. we didn't realize what they mm-hmm. were talking about we just yeah. thought it was like 
thought it was like this <laughs> and it and it and it wasn't yeah. and it's helped us to learn how we can be more supportive yeah to them yep and i didn't realize at the time that it was that's who they were talking about and so mm. it, was, it was just kind of a cool thing but you're right because yep. you can gain so much insight yep. and maybe be a little less judgmental you know when you have that you know you, you see a mom struggling at a grocery store with mm. with her kid maybe it's not a kid that's just spoiled not getting away maybe they're overwhelmed and overstimulated and having a meltdown and you could be kind yeah. Or just not say anything at all, right? right? It just it just helps people to be, I think, a little more human. One, and like you said, understanding, like understanding yeah. that you don't really know what's going on, and having that moment of I don't need to judge this. Yes, yeah. I don't know what's going on. It's okay. On. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Agreed. move on. So yep. that's a, that was a really yeah. I liked it. I, yeah, I, I like that you said that. I really, yeah, yeah, really resonated. And and so last part of the magazine, that last you know third bucket, if you will is those businesses and nonprofit organizations that are really driven to um, increase their visibility and really share themselves with that audience that they can help and mm -hmm. that need what they have. You know, that is something too that I was told there's really no great avenue for me as a business owner who has a product or a service that directly impacts and brings value to the special needs family or individual or, or audience or community. Yeah. There's no great avenue for me to tell them about myself as a business. So we've, we've opened that door of, of a kind of, if you will, like a traditional marketing approach, right. Mm -hmm. That has never really existed in this community because of there never really being something as targeted as this, where we, yep. we have a direct audience that we're working with and getting in front of and sharing. And it's, and it's like with this podcast, one of the things that we have learned, uh, as we're like helping my oldest navigate, yeah. uh, that transition to his adult life. Yeah. There are so many services and resources mm -hmm. and things out there that we just yeah. didn't know were there. There's no, yeah. there's no centralized, uh, you know, place where you can go and just find all of this stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, being able to connect with that information, whether it's through your magazine or through the yeah. podcast or whatever yeah. is empowering for parents because they, they're learning about resources they didn't know were there. Well, it really is. And I, and it's, it's uh, kind of like I said earlier, like, I'm I'm surprised and I'm sorry that this never existed before, but I'm really glad I get to be part of bringing it out because you know it's a great it's a great opportunity to connect a family and individual to a company a nonprofit organization that can directly impact what's going on in their lives. Mm -hmm. It's really cool to be that connector, and I'm grateful. I'm I'm wired. I, I I'm motivated to connect, and that so for me the personal reward side of being the connector to that is really cool. So one of the things that I wanted to I wanted to ask you, uh, and I and I'm sure it's a question a lot of people listening would want to know is like how how do you find these families yeah. that that get featured in a magazine? Is it is there a process that helps you to to find them, or how does yeah. that work? Yeah. So one of the one of the biggest I don't want to say concerns, but like one of the biggest questions that I got with my franchise company when I said I wanted to launch this magazine. The question was, well, Rick, you're not you're not in the special needs community as much as Jamie in Indianapolis is. Like she's a, she directly connected. She's been engaged with it for ten years. You mm -hmm. know, she knows everybody. Everybody knows her. Rick, you're you don't know anybody. How are you going to get people to be part of the magazine? Because you know the model requires a heavy content base. I need you know the I need Rob to care about this magazine when it comes in his mailbox. Right. So the question to me was, how are you going to get families to engage with this? For me, 
I was looking at this from the opposite standpoint. Like this will be the easiest part of the magazine. You know, that was my opinion because my approach was I am going to celebrate people in a way they've never even thought of being celebrated. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think many people wake up in the morning and go, you know what? I want to be on the cover of a magazine today. That's not really something many people think about. But to to have an opportunity to be featured, have your story told, um, be you know put out in the public in a magazine setting is really cool and really exciting. So what we did, um, my my social media channels are all all driven by Mike Sturdivant, my content director, back in January of twenty two. When we first started talking about this, we created a JotForm link and we said, anybody that wants to be featured in the magazine, here's a link. Tell us who you are. Tell us a little bit about who you want to feature, who you think should be featured. Tell us a little bit about that individual, that family, and we will reach out and we will tell your story. Um, that link caught fire right now. So we've published, let's see, June was our first issue, June of 22. Mm -hmm. So uh, math wise, I think that makes us around nine issues or so. I'm not very good at math in the air, but, um, <laughs> you know, Who we've, is? you know, we've got, we've done three to four feature articles in every issue we've done so far right now. If I look in that job form folder, I think we could probably do another year of issues with never receiving another nomination for a story. So what has happened is on social media, we're just asking, Hey, we want to tell the story. We want to tell your loved one, your friend, your your family member, your story, just fill this link out. People have have just just been driven to give us opportunities to tell their story. So um, that has really been an exciting thing. And it's even opened some doors for, you know, maybe a complaint, if that's a good word to use here. Um, I love the story. Um, I had, actually it happened within a couple weeks of one another. I had two parents call me. They literally dialed the phone, which no one does. Right. They literally called me on the phone and said, Hey Rick, get the magazine every month. Love it. Think it's amazing. Thank you for doing it. But you know, yeah, the but the but I was waiting for it. The but but I haven't seen anybody in the magazine that looks like my looks like my child. Yeah. Why is that? And you know, I I told him, I said, I am so glad you called. I'm so glad you're bringing this to me because not many people know the, the way we get these articles. They're nominated by people in the community. So we're not cherry picking articles. We're not going out searching for the prettiest, the biggest story, the biggest, you know, in, like we're not trying to, we, we, don't have an, we don't have an agenda. Right. We're just telling the stories that are brought to us. So the reason you haven't seen somebody that looks like your child is because you haven't nominated your child yet or no parent with a child in your child's situation has nominated them yet. So you be the first, and then people will follow. You'll, we'll, we'll get to see more. And in the response to that was really, I, I could tell they were surprised, because I think some people are expecting um, like an adversarial conversation. They're yeah. expecting conflict when they bring a, a, a quote-unquote complaint. And, and I'm very open, like, hey, listen, I, I'm glad you called. You know, I we're waiting for you to do that nomination so we can tell the story of your child in a way that it's never been told before. And so that has opened doors for more nominations and more, more people. So my goal is to tell all the stories. Do you, we were talking a little bit earlier before we were recording and, and you mentioned you had a story that you wanted to share. Yeah. Do you want to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I had a, you know, speaking of people that have, 
I hate to say the word complain because it sounds like they're unhappy, but some people feel like maybe we're not doing things the right way. And they <laughs> feel like if they call me, they can, you know, push their mm-hmm. narrative, their agenda and get it, you know, and they can catch me off guard, if you will. And I love those conversations because I always, I always start it by saying thank you for calling. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that immediately sets people off guard. And I, I mean it sincerely. Like, I love people to share with me ideas. And, and I, was, I was with Lisa Armstrong at United Disability Services yesterday. And she's been a huge advocate of the magazine. She's been supportive. Um, and I always ask her, like, call me if I miss something. Call me if I messed up. I want that feedback from someone who knows. And I, so, so I'm all about making this right. I had a gentleman from the Hamilton uh, Disability Board call okay. me recently, a couple months ago. And he said, uh, hey, Rick, you know, um, I, I, I get your magazine, which is kind of cool because somebody in Cincinnati is getting the magazine. Kind of neat. Um, I'm, a, I'm a disability advocate. And um, I'm, I strongly believe in person-first language. Yep. And he said, I was reading a couple of the articles in your latest issue, and, you know, I don't, I don't see where you guys are really abiding by person-first language. You're not following it. And I think it's, quite frankly, kind of offensive. And so I wanted to ask you, what is your, what's your thoughts and what's your, what's your belief in terms of person-first language? And I told the guy, I said, you know, thank you first off for calling me and, and taking time out of your day to bring this to me because it's, it's obviously very important to you. And, and I, I value that. I said, you know, but at the end of the day, my opinion on this doesn't really matter. I want you to know, like, I'm not a guy that my opinion means anything. Like, I value your opinion because you are, you are, you know, passionate about this. So mm-hmm. what, you, what you need to understand is any article that you read in the magazine is written from the perspective of the person who we're featuring. So whether it's a parent or an individual, a child, an adult, whatever it is, they're actually supplying us the words. My writers are, are, are putting it together as a writer does. So anything we write is from their perspective. So if you're reading an article that doesn't share your view of person-first language, it's because that parent or that individual chose to share their story in that way from the way you're reading it. Yeah. It's not my, we don't have an agenda. I don't, my belief in this, my thoughts, my opinion is irrelevant. It's the individual, the family member that we're sharing. Cause remember we're featuring them. We're telling their story from their perspective. And again, it was a moment of like, I could tell he was kind of caught off guard. And then I said to him, I said, Hey, listen, I'd welcome you writing a contributor piece to share your thoughts on person first language and why that's important. I think that'd be a great article, a great piece of content in the magazine. Yeah, that I I get that I get that all the time. Yeah. We we're kind of talking about that yeah. a little bit, and it's you know I, I have I used to take a very kind of staunch approach to it. I was like almost insulted that someone would <laughs> because like I know what I'm trying right. to say, right? And I'm like, well, who ca- like who cares? Right. What is it? But for some people, it matters. Mm-hmm. And what I have learned over the years is that you know, a lot of like, just because I deal with mostly like autism related things, yeah. it's, you know, a lot of like, I, I refer to like my kids as being autistic now instead of with autism, yeah. they have no preference. If sure. they had a preference, I would do whatever You'd it is. You'd abide that they, by that. Yeah. Yep. I mean, but, but they don't care because yeah. I just call them my kids. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I've heard, I've spoken with so many adults or young people who, who advocate for themselves and they're like, look, I, w- I would rather be called autistic yeah. than, you know, a person with autism because if it's with mm-hmm. autism, then it's like, it's something that's, sure. you know what I mean? And, and, sure. and so I get it and I don't have, like, I don't have a dog in the fight either way. I, I, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. However, and so I just tend to kind of fall in the lead of whoever I'm talking to. So some people I know prefer one way of, of speaking and I try to be cognizant of that and, and try and cater my the way that I speak yeah. so that it's yeah. it's appropriate for them. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I feel like we get too caught up in the semantics of things and we allow ourselves to um miss what really matters. Yeah. You know, and and I just had someone pull like not pull something like that, but like send a very similar comment to me about yeah. something that I had put it on Facebook and I got really, I got really frustrated with it. Cause I'm like, come on, like you, you missed the whole point yeah, yeah. of everything over. You didn't like the word choice. Right. And, and it's one person out of, I don't know, five or 6,000 people that commented yeah. or whatever. But like I pay attention to that because yeah. like, I, I don't ever want to offend somebody, sure, sure. but the reality is you can't make everybody happy. And, and I am, I'm, I'm really impressed with the way that you handle that. I and I, that. I really like that you're following the lead of the families that you're yeah. highlighting. Well, and it's not my job to tell them how to tell their story. Yeah. It's not my position. It's not my place. You know, and I, I again I value people far too much to try to dictate what their story is and how it's going to be shown. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that that we can't, I mean, we shouldn't paint people with broad brushes ever in any aspect of this and of any aspect of community, right? And I think this is the same way. Like like you said, your kids, you know, they prefer it one way, you know, other kids are going to prefer it another way. And I think we should give them the opportunity. And, you know, we, we want to love people. We want to be kind to people um, in their opinion, their perspective matters. And so, um, yeah. And I, and again, the guy that called me on the phone, I value his opinion mm-hmm. too. And he has a right to be strongly opinionated right. on person first language because yeah. It, it's, it's, it's good for him and it makes sense for him and that matters. So that's why I offered him the platform. Hey, listen, there are people that agree with you. Mm-hmm. So let's tell that story from a constructive educational manner. And then help other people to see from Absolutely. your perspective and we can find common ground. And, you know, I mean, I applaud his, his, his advocacy. I mean, standing up for what he believes in. That's well, not enough people do that. Whether right. I mean, you agree with them or not. Absolutely. You respect he, the, he took the time to dial the phone again. Yeah. No, nobody dials phones anymore. You know, and these people that have called me, you know, they're dialing a phone and they're, 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 they're saying, Hey Rick, I know you own this magazine and I want you to know what I think. I love that. I, I'm thankful for that passion. I'm thankful for that. Yeah. I was just thinking like nobody calls anymore. Right. Right. And, and when people call you, it's it's like they're having a conversation with you that they would have to your face. Yes. It's not yeah. like keyboard warrior. It's not keyboard warrior. Yeah. It's not hiding yeah. behind social channels. And you know, again, if you if you go back to the well, we started with this, right? My my reasoning, my my drive for this magazine to bring value to people, to to engage with people, to to be something that impacted them. Yeah. These phone calls, those are proof that our magazine is bringing value to people. It's impacting their lives. They're taking time to not only engage with it, they're taking time to consume it, and they're also taking time to call and give their thoughts on it. So that, to me, is a win across the board. It's a total win. I, yeah. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. 
I I wanted to. You had your story. I had. I, I have. I have mine. I just wanted to go first. I love it. So when when I first when you and I first spoke, yeah. And I mean, I was I was kind of sold on the idea to begin with because I, I've been I, I've I've been around long enough to see that there there aren't things like this out there. Yeah. And but I was like, man, like I don't, I don't I just don't know. Like I don't understand. Like you like you mentioned, you don't have this direct connection with yeah. the community, and so like why. Yeah. Like it just in my world, I'm skeptical of people sure. because I just don't rightfully I, so. I, I've, I've been cases. I've been burned yep. many, many times, right? Yep, so yep. uh and I want to just relate this because this and I want to be clear that I never not believed what you were doing. <laughs> but I when we 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 often meet at a whole latte love yes. cafe, right? And we have yes. our, our little meetings and conversations and stuff. Yep. And the last one that we had. Uh, and I get so emotional when I know I'm, where when you're I, headed. Right? I get I so do. emotional when I, I, I was it. practicing this in the car and I'm getting <laughs> like all worked up. Oh my gosh. But like we're having this meeting talking mm -hmm. about uh ways that we can collaborate and yeah. help help the community with yeah. what we're doing. Yep, yep. And and it's it's a meeting, right? And mm -hmm. and normally you have a meeting and you don't like to be interrupted and you want to just kind of do your thing. Yeah. But one of the employees in Whole Latte Love Hannah. Cafe, Hannah, yeah. Hannah. Uh they employ people with intellectual disabilities. Yes. And it's such a such a cool place, such yep. a cool place. Uh, and I'll have a link in the show notes for you guys to like check yeah. that out if you want to go do, support please them. Please do, please do, amazing, amazing. Um, Hannah, yes, was very. Uh, she just sort of like walked right up yep. and started talking to you. Yes, like right in the middle of our conversation, <laughs> in the middle of a sentence, right? Yeah, just yeah, yeah. kind of walks. It's something like my my oldest would do, <laughs> and like I'm not bothered by that because yeah. it, it's just my life. I'm used to that, right? Mm -hmm. But I. I, you just sort of stopped the meeting yeah. and engaged in conversation with her for probably 10 minutes. Like, honest to God, it was like 10 minutes. And I just maybe sat so. there <laughs> where maybe some people would be annoyed or mm -hmm. frustrated or whatever. But like, I was just engrossed in watching you interact because it was so genuine and it was yeah. so, you were so kind to her. Yeah. And, and you actually, she, she was trying to, set up something with the magazine and, yep. and you you helped her navigate that and, yeah. and you yeah. had your phone out and you guys were like yeah. looking at stuff and whatever <laughs> and it was like total disregard for, like for everything else that was going on and yeah. you stopped to make a difference in her life and you didn't have to do that and and like this is where like i get <laughs> i get so emotional about this but like i hope i hope that that when my kids especially my oldest mm -hmm. when he enters the workforce because we're working on that right now i yeah. hope that people or as kind to him as you were to her. And yeah. I've been around situations where it isn't that way and it could have gone a whole different direction. Yeah. But, but yeah. that showed me, I mean, that showed me the person that you are yeah. and why you're doing this. And, and we talked about it a little bit in that moment, but like, I didn't want to make a big deal about it in, in front of her yeah. or anything like that. But it yeah. was so, that was such a powerful moment for me yeah. to see you just stop your day and and just spend that time because you made her like you made her day hands easily you made her day you know i first off like i don't i don't take compliments well I don't I'm, I'm always kind of bashful about it i'm always kind of like ah it's no big deal um i appreciate the words and i i and and you know i think every day we wake up we hope that people see us for who we are mm -hmm. we hope that maybe have an opportunity to share who we are in public for people to really see our heart. And I love Hannah. You know, I, I have had, I met her, you know, she's, I don't know how old 
she is. Well, I mean, teenager, late teens, up maybe, teens early you know, 20s, maybe. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic girl, bashful, nervous, and she's such a sweet spirit. And I met her for the first time in Holate Love one day. And then I had a meeting at a place called KBY Services in Canton. And I walk in there, it's a, it's a day facility. There was 30 people in the room when I walked in for a meeting with the owner. And Hannah was there and she came up to me. And I'll be honest, th that moment I recognized her, but I didn't really put two and two together where I recognized her from. She came up to me, she said, Rick, do you remember me? <laughs> of course, I said, yeah, absolutely. And we talked again, but from that time, like that interaction was so priceless to me because I realized that I had made an impact in her day that first time I met her. And now every time I see her, we talk and we chat. And mm -hmm. that day she wanted to sign up for the magazine. Yeah, That was what that interaction was all about. Yep. And that was her biggest priority in that moment when she saw me and who am I to focus on anything else but getting that done for her. And I, I just, I, I value that type of interaction. I love having meetings at Whole Latte Love Cafe, not to make this a big promo for them, but right. I love meeting there yeah. because oh, yeah. it's such a great environment. You can't help but smile while you're there. And there's some of the kindest, most genuine oh my God, people. Just amazing. It, it's so, just it, amazing. It, it is so, it is yeah. so amazing. And I don't think they, I, I don't think a lot of people know about them. Right. So we'll make sure definitely well, to, to plug them North in. North Canton needs to know about them because they're yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Support support yep. the people who are supporting our families, and, yep. and it's just so cool. And Absolutely. I, I, I want to for just, telling that story though. I, I appreciate that. I'm I'm you know welcome. you didn't I, have to tell that story, but I I'm I, grateful. I, I'm you know, and I agree. I hope that I hope that your son receives the same interaction when that opportunity arises, and if I'm there, he will. Yeah. You know. It reminds me, I wrote this article called The Barehanded Man back in like 2013. I had an experience where I saw somebody horribly mistreated mm -hmm. who was developmentally disabled. They reminded yeah. me of my son. And I, I wrote this article and it got picked up and it was published on CNN. And mm -hmm. it, like, it touched wow. so many lives, right? Wow. And what I saw was the negative sure. interaction. Sure, sure. And, and so when, and I think the reason that it hit me so hard was because it was like it, it came full circle. Yeah. And I saw that... Not everybody is going to be like that. Yeah. And so what that showed me, that sort of is how I, I, I view this magazine yeah. as you are, you, you are truly like celebrating these lives yep. because they, they should be celebrated just like anybody else's. Just, it's a different story. Absolutely. And, and you are, are telling it where no one else is. Well, again, you know, I'm grateful for my team enabling us to do this at such a high level. And, and you know, I, I'm not a writer. I'm not a photographer. I take pictures of the ceiling and the floor if you put the camera in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you know, we, we'd have a lot of run-on sentences with, with very lacking, pump, yeah, like punctuation. lacking punctuation if I were writing. Yep. So I, I really have learned, you know, you surround yourself with amazing people yep. who, who are good at what they do. And, they, and you put them in position to do it and stay out of the way and, and then go do what you do well, you know, and I, you know, I, I'm blessed to have a mind for connection and have a mind for impact and really have a heart for it. And I want to, I want to do that. That's, that's what I get to go do. And I get to go meet folks and, and really bring that value to people. And that, you know, I think, I think, you know, I love it. I, I don't know what yeah. else to say about it. Well, yeah, it was, it was, it was very clear. Thank you. It was very clear in that moment that that was such a genuine, it was such a genuine experience and that just 
it was a very powerful thing. And I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I wanted to, <laughs> I, I had that written down because yes. I wanted to make sure I didn't forget to put that in there because I think, I you know, people it. are out there wondering like, why would you do this? Well, it's yeah. because, I mean, you take the time out of your day to, to talk to people and, mm. and you want to, you want to highlight those people. When I tell people, you know, priority one, two, and three of this magazine is the audience. You know, mm -hmm. the business part of this takes care of itself. I truly believe that. Um, you know, if, if we prioritize the articles and the features and the people mm -hmm. and the resources and the educational side of this and the impact side of it, everything else works itself out. And it's been true from the start. And, and that's how I view this. It's, it's all about this audience and really celebrating them in a way they've never been celebrated before. So speaking about the audience yeah. and in all of the families that are uh, out there receiving the magazine yep. or, or maybe don't know about it yet, but just how, how do, how can people out there listening nominate yes. a family or nominate their own family? If so, they want to do that? so the special needs living.com. Okay. The special needs living.com. That's our website. Um, it has, um, it has places there where you can connect to that link where we can nominate an individual, a family, mm -hmm. um, nominate a nonprofit organization locally that we can feature. Um, there is also links for people to sign up to get the magazine. You know, right now we have temporarily maxed out our hard copy distribution. I'm hoping to grow that a little higher, a little more as we go. But right now we add every day I get, I get new submissions. I watch the links. I watch the emails populate as, as somebody signs up for the magazine. I get an email every time and I watch it, you know, two, three, four, five a day. Um, where people are signing up to get the online version. Mm -hmm. We email out a link to a, a, a digital clipbook magazine. It's literally an online, it's really cool. It's, it's like you're paging through a magazine. Yeah, it's, it's interactive. On your tablet. It's yeah. real interactive, lots of links, lots of stuff like that. Um, and you can find that, uh, you, you can find that form of website. You can also find it um, if you page through our, our uh, Facebook page, you know, we're, we post that stuff pretty regularly as well. And, you know, there's always going to be connection ways on, on our Facebook page as well. Do you, do you have any, anything that you want to let families know? Is there a message that you just want to kind of end things on? Man, oh man, you should have warned me about this question. I could have thought of something. Um, you know, I think, you know, I, I would say, you know, I, not many, I don't know, not everybody knows this about me. Um, you know, I grew up, I, I grew up with, a at times a pretty severe stutter. Okay. Um, as a kid, you know, there were portions of, of grade school, middle school, high school. I literally struggled to say my name. Mm -hmm. Um, I laugh, you know, the first day of class, was the worst day of my life every oh, time. Yeah. Because what do you have to do? You have to tell the teacher your name. Introduce you know, they yourself. Call, introduce yourself. And I learned to uh, go to the restroom at convenient times. I learned to, you know, fall asleep at convenient <laughs> just to avoid saying my name. And, you know, it's, it's not that I'm comparing myself to anybody, right? My life, um, I'm, I, I live a very blessed life. I'm very grateful for all, all the blessings that I have. So I'm not comparing myself to an individual with Down syndrome, an individual with autism. I'm not comparing myself. Right. But I do know what it's like to be different. And I lived a childhood where 
life could be hard when you're getting made fun of, when you're getting laughed at, when you're, when you're the different one. So I, I do understand that perspective. And so for me, this is a very, um, it's an opportunity for me to give back and to hopefully give even one person a chance to not worry about that. You know, if I can, um, if I can help a parent show a kid, if I can help a kid show themselves, learn, understand that it's okay not to be like everybody else in the room, then that's cool. You know, and I, and I would, I would, I would encourage that. And, you know, um, this magazine becomes an opportunity for me to celebrate people that are, or maybe used to being in the back of a room, you know, maybe used to trying to put themselves in the back of the room, like I did as mm -hmm. a kid in school in, in, in a lot of levels. And, um, you know, um, again, not comparing myself, I, I'd never want to come across that way. I hope this doesn't sound that way, but I don't think so. You know, all. my, my heart is really just to celebrate those people, um, that are, are, are living, um, in a way that they're not sure if anybody really sees them yeah. and let's put them on the cover of a magazine. And not only are you helping those people, but you're helping the people who see yeah. uh, a reflection of themselves in that magazine. Yep. And that's empowering. Yeah. And this whole thing is all about empowering people. Right. And, yeah. and it's such a cool thing. Yeah. And I am very grateful that you shared that story because I think it's, uh, there's a lot of people out there, regardless of what their, their challenges yeah. can, can relate to that on some yeah. level. Yeah. And when you see, when you're in a position to make a difference in someone else's life, uh, and you know what it's like to, to have to deal with things the hard way, yeah. it's, it's, it's like a come full circle kind of experience. You know, mm -hmm. like you can, you can make a difference in someone's life who might be going through something similar. Yeah. Maybe the circumstances are different, maybe the, mm -hmm. it, it, whatever, but they, they feel, bad or they feel yeah. on the outside or they feel you know not enough yeah. and you're helping people to to see the beauty in all of these things and i think it's i think it's making a bigger difference in what you're aware of uh, honestly i appreciate that thanks for the kind words thanks for the opportunity to come on today and share with you and and talk about this you know i, I, I want as many people to know about it i want as many people to get it as possible um and it's a free magazine. It's a just, free magazine. Yeah, just so we're clear, it's when a free you magazine. Up, there's no dollars. <laughs> there's it's completely advertising supported. It's completely sponsorship supported by local businesses. And you know, I I I have to tell you too, like in that in that light, I have local businesses here in Summit and Stark County that are paying for nonprofits to advertise in this magazine. They're putting you know their money towards other people to be supported and shown to this community. It's a huge give back. It's a great, oh, wow. it's a great, like, it's a great story because there are local bit. And this is one of the things that like was mind boggling to me when it first started. Like, you mean you want to pay, you know, four or $500 a month for someone else to brand themselves and advertise themselves. That's unheard of. That's so you cool. Know? It's really cool. So there's great people out there. And like, if I can share those great people, right. Cause, cause there's enough noise. There's enough nonsense. There's enough, you know, there's enough bad people that are get all the type of publicity. Yeah. Let's talk about the good people, you know?
Perfect, man. Yeah. That's a really good way to, to, yeah. to close this off. Uh, and people can find you at thespecialneedsliving.com. Yes, thespecialneedsliving.com. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Special Needs Living, Akron Canton. Um, yeah, my I'll, contact information is all over that place. All right. I'll have all that in the show notes so people can just Sweet. click and subscribe and do thank all you. their do all their stuff. Uh, thank thank you. you so much. Like from a couple of perspectives, but yeah. mostly as a parent, thank you for making you're making the world a kinder place for people like my kids and mm-hmm. even me as a parent. So I, I really appreciate everything. It's a humbling doing. thing to hear and, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that opportunity. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you, man. Thanks. Before I let you go, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate you, and I hope that you both enjoyed and learned something from this episode. As a reminder, you can visit SpecialNeedsOhio.com where you can learn more about my family, this show, and even join my free private Facebook support group for Ohio families. You can also leave feedback, ask questions, suggest a future guest or topic, and even request to be a guest yourself. You can subscribe to this podcast on any one of your favorite podcast listening apps so you never miss a new episode. And if you did enjoy this episode, please take a moment and rate us on Apple Podcasts or whatever app you're using. It takes like 30 seconds, but it makes a big difference. It's a great way to support the show and it makes it easier for other families to find it. Thank you again for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your day and we'll talk soon.